You are listening to the House of Cars podcast. Coming up today, McLaren have a new supercar. The American explains exactly why he left the Grand Tour. James May didn't like filming the upcoming season. And Fast and Furious could be ending after its 11th movie. All that and more coming up. You are very welcome to the House of Cars podcast. Coming up today, um, McLaren have a new hybrid supercar called the McLaren Artura. Uh, there's a new name to add to the McLaren Spotter's Guide, Artura. That's the name of the British of the British company's new hyper, hybrid car. We've we've had a glimpse of how it looks already, and now we know the name that will sit between its high-rise exhaust outlets. Quite what Artura means, uh, we've been told, but in the words of baby name baby name website Name Doctor, the origin of this name is still today quite uncertain uh, but its popularity derives from it being the name of the legendary hero King Arthur uh, but don't think that means McLaren's got its head stuck in the past every element of the Artura is all new from the platform architecture and every part of the high-performance hybrid powertrain the to the exterior body interior and cutting-edge driver interface says McLaren automotive boss Mike Fluitt. Uh, it draws ad- on decades of McLaren experience in pioneering supercar light super lightweight race and road techno- road car technologies to bring all of our expertise in electric in electrification to the supercar class. While the Artura will have a carbon tur- have a carbon tub as per the McLaren norm uh, it'll boost the brand new platform and eschew the usual twin turbo V8 in favour of a similarly turbocharged V6 with electrical assistance. It'll run electric only for a few miles too, but we don't know yet how many. It'll go on sale in the first half of 2021. Are you excited? Now over the last week you may have heard of the car brand Tesla. Well. Um, and that's for, I wouldn't say good reason, but um, as of November 23rd, RTE Lifestyle has said Tesla models face co- consumer criticism over reliability. Uh, Tesla models S and Model X SUV have been given worse than average ratings in consumer reports, an independent American consumer magazine which publishes annual reliability reports, readers reports. Uh, the company's newly introduced Model Y crossover, which has had body hardware and paint issues, dragged down the electrical car market's standing in the magazine's latest reliability study. Owners of the Model Y, which, ha- which began production in January, have reported misaligned body panels that had to be fixed and mismatched paint, including, in one case, Human hair stuck in the paint, according to consumer reports. The Model Y finished with a much worse than average reliability rating. Tesla's ranking would have seen, would have risen a few spots if not for the Model Y's performance. Jack Fisher, senior director of auto testing at Consumer Reports, told readers. Uh, new models often have reliability issues, but Tesla's problems were not typical. I'm surprised that we would just we, that we would just see that we would see just basic paint and trim type issues and body panel fitment issues 
he said in an interview. Uh, you would think that the that that would have worked out a long time ago. Uh, really disappointing when you spend this much money on a car and hopefully they'll be able to rectify a lot of these as time goes by, he added. Tesla's ranking uh, slipped, ahead, slipped two spots to number 25 out of 26 brands rated in the US market, ahead of only Ford, Motor Co's, FN, Lincoln, Luxury brand, according to the annual survey this week. Tesla Model X. The Tesla Model S, sorry, that was a caption for um, the image that was supplied in the article. The Tesla Model S sedan and Model X SUV were both worse than average, with the former losing its recommended status, Fisher said. The Model 3 sedan maintained an average rating and its recommended status. Tesla could not be reached for comment. The poll predicts which new cars will give owners fewer or more problems based on data and based on data collected from more than 300,000 vehicles from model years 2000 to 2020. Its scorecard is influential among consumers and industry executives. The Consumer Reports organization had some 6 million members. Uh, brands with no major changes to their lineups such as Mazda made gains. Mazda finished above Toyota and Lexus brands marking the first time marking make marking the first time a Toyota brand did not finish first in the survey, Fisher said. Uh, Tesla cars are made in the United States and also in China. Meanwhile, the American National Highway Traffic System Safety Administration NHTSA has said it's expanding a probe into nearly 159,000 Tesla Model S and Model X vehicles, upgrading it to an engineering analysis, a step required before it can seek to compel recalls, uh, Reuters also reports. The safety regulator had opened a preliminary evaluation in June over touchscreen failures. NHTSA said the failure can result in the loss of rear camera image display when in reverse and reduced rear visibility when backing up and can impact defogging ability and audible chimes relating to driver assistance system, autopilot and turn signals. Tesla did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The probe now covers 2012 to 2018 models year Tesla Model S and 2016 to 2018 Model X vehicles. The preliminary investigation covered 63,000 Tesla Model S cars. NHTSA said the Failure does not affect vehicle control systems. The media control unit, MCU, uses a Nevada Core Tegra 3 processor. NHTSA said the flash drives, flash devices have finite lifespan based on the number of programs or erased cycles, NHTSA said. Some complaints said failures could result in loss of charging ability and that other safety alerts could be impacted. One driver said he could not clear fogging windows, fogged windows because he could not change the climate controls. In total, NHTSA said it has reviewed 12,523 claims and complaints about the issue, which would impact roughly 8% of vehicles under investigation. Tesla said it has received 2,399 complaints and field reports. 7,777 warranty claims and 4,746 non-warranty claims related to MCU replacements.
many com many complaints said Tesla requires owners to pay to replace the unit once warrants expire. NHTSA said the data showed failure rates of over failure rates over thirty percent in certain build months and accelerating failure trends after three to four years in service. Tesla has implemented over-the-air updates to uh, mitigate the effects of MCU failure, NHTSA said, including changes to reduce memory usage of the subject memory card, uh, improving storage management strategies, and changing the control logic for turn signal activation. And that just about covers the Tesla Model X and Tesla Model S consumer criticism over reliability article. Um, up next, DeGrand Tours American, which was seen in series one of the show, explains why he left. Um, Mike Skinner has had quite an exciting career from being teammates with Dale Earnhardt in the Cup series to dominating the truck to dominating the truck series. He has done everything in NASCAR. However, fans of the Grand Tour know him as the American. Uh, Mike took us back to where it all began in a recent interview with the Grand Tour Nation. This article comes from Grand Tour Nation, um, just to let you know. Uh, he said, I got a call from Andy Willman and he wanted to come up and sit down and talk to Angie and I. So Andy flew in and drove up here. And we sat right here and met. And we had a conversation. And he said, we're interested in doing a screen test with you if you'd be interested. Andy explained to me what we were going to do and what character, what the character was. And basically, my character was to be a grumpy old NASCAR driver, retired NASCAR driver that hated everything British or European. I just loved American muscles. I just loved American muscle. And that was it. Skinner was then told that he would become more prevalent in the episodes and have more screen time alongside Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond and James May. Hard to interest me in anything else. And I'm like, okay, uh, I'll play along with that. And I said, where is it going to go? And he said, we're going to develop your character and eventually we're going to have you intermingling more with the guys and what are your hobbies? And I said, well, I play the guitar. I'm not very good at it. And he goes, play me something. So we're going to have you sit around every once in a while doing stuff like that and just developing your character. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. With promises of developing his character, Skinner began shooting the Grand Tour. Um, he said the following. He said the following. So we went over there and we had some really good shoots. We had some funny stuff. I mean, some of the stuff was my own material. A lot of it was scripted. Uh, and it seemed like they didn't have time to do our segments the way I felt that they should be done. And we kind of rushed things. I went all the way over there for a one day shoot one time. And that too far to travel. And that too far to travel to do one day's work. And we tried to cram two or three shows into a day. He continued. I went, you know, they are more focused on dropping people out of the sky and the hokey pokey stuff than what I thought the show should be about. What is it? And I'm not the one that tells them 
how to do their show. And so we all mutually decided that I wasn't going to come back for the next year. And I decided that there was something better for me to do. After one season, the American left the show for good. Mike Skinner has now returned to doing his radio show, Skinner Roundup, that he hosts with his wife, Angie. NASCAR fans can tune in on Cyrus XM NASCAR Radio to get the latest updates on the sport and enjoy segments like Skinner's Garage and Celebrity Drive-By. And that's basically what happened between Mike Skinner and the Grand Tour. Now, with the coronavirus and that, and most movies being uh, delayed or pushed back into next year, um, news emerged recently that Fast and Furious, the Fast and Furious franchise, uh, could be ending after its 11th movie. This article is again from Grand Tour Nation. It's hard to believe that the first Fast and Furious movie came out almost 20 years ago. What started out as a street racing love story somehow developed into a save the world from nuclear holocaust story, but with cars. Last we heard it is that the much anticipated Fast and Furious 9 installment would be further delayed until May 2021. However, the bad news doesn't end there. According to Deadline, it's been revealed that after the 11th film is released, the franchise will sadly come to an end. That still gives us three new movies to enjoy, but still leaves a bittersweet feeling knowing the end is near. Um, the characters and their cars are what really built this franchise. Each character seemed to have the perfect car casted to them to fit their personality. The rugged and handsome ex-cop Paul Walker with his fast and sleek skyline, brash and bold Dom with his muscle cars fitted with massive blowers sticking through the hood. Uh, actually, how could we even see? Never mind that. But Dom's... How could he even see? Never mind that. But Dom's deep-voiced and... live a quarter mile at a time attitude resonated with millions of viewers. Suddenly Hollywood upped the budget massively and cast every bold superstar every bold superstar they could find in the later movies because we needed more. This Hollywood intervention led to what eventually crescendoed into the rock. Hand steering a live torpedo skidding on ice into an enemy vehicle. Somewhere along the way the kind of they kind of drifted away from cars, just a bit. What hooked fans in the first place was seeing real cars that they loved on screen, like the Nissan Skyline and the Toyota Supra, with a storyline that actually made sense. What we would love more than anything about the new films would be if they got back to their roots and focused on real cars and street racing. We'll get ready because after watching the trailer below, we may be in luck. Um, actually, we're 100% not in luck. What the hell was it? A rocket attached to a Pontiac Fero? Here we go again. Uh, this time, Dom and the team are up against Master Thief, assassin and high-performance driver Jacob, who is Dom's mysterious brother. Jacob is played by none other than WWE legend John Cena himself. There is still hope, however, for Universal to produce an adequate 10th and 11th installment, But we can only dream. And Fast and Furious 9 releases next year. Now the Grand Tour recently released a trailer for episode 2 of of season 4 entitled The Grand Tour Presents a Massive Hunt which is of course the second episode to season 4, the Madagascar special. Um, According to James May, he didn't quite enjoy filming the upcoming season. Uh, This is 
again from the Grand, from Grand Tour Nation. The Grand Tour is back as Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond and James May recently returned from filming in Scotland for the next episode of The Car Show. Thus, plus the upcoming Madagascar special episode that's been slated for a 2020 release date has meant there's plenty going on behind the scenes at the Grand Tour Towers. But James May hasn't been so enthusiastic about filming in a recent interview. May, who is having his very own cooking show released later this month by the name of Oh Cook, has recently told Express.co.uk the ins and outs of filming in the middle of the Covid pandemic. I wouldn't say it was necessarily nice, but it was nice to get back doing what we do. It was actually nice to see the crew again, as well. Uh, May continued, because we hadn't seen them. I had seen Clarkson and Hammond once or twice for some very distant meetings, you know, sort of waving and sort of opposite sides of a garden or whatever. And we saw the crew again. And after many, 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 many months for doing the best part of the year, for the best part of the year, apologies. Um, in fact, that was all quite nice. And doing it as a bubble, actually, we turned out to be quite good at it. Uh, the thing is, we were in an area of Scotland where there weren't very many people around, where there weren't very many people anyway. We didn't have to interact with locals, particularly. Um, May is obviously a fan of the social side of filming um, and with the current regulations in place this is highly limited he goes into more detail about what this entails there are complicated systems of cleaning things testing things keeping members of the crew in one crew car not letting them mix up only letting one person come into my car to check the cameras and putting some of the kits in the boot uh, so we're not always getting in there it's a bit tiresome and pedantic and we have to be tested every day but it doesn't actually get in the way of filming to be honest we can still feel as just as real as it was um it's a uh, it's all the peripheral uh, stuff that becomes a bit more tiresome you can't go out to the pub and then there wasn't a pub so um the grand tour of madagascar special will be released by amazon later this year although a specific date is yet to be confirmed it has however been confirmed that the latest release date of december 4th was published incorrectly by imdb and has since been taken down from the site we now know that the grand tour Madagascar special will release on the 18th of December next month um, and that just about does it for this episode of the House of Cars podcast um, as you know yesterday I released a video on my YouTube channel um, just giving out the news that the podcast is now available on all podcast platforms it's available on Google Play it's available on Spotify it's available on um, Breaker it's available on Radio Public and all major podcast platforms as i said before i am working on getting uh, the podcast back up on itunes for all you apple users um but until then thank you very much for listening and i do hope you join me next week for more of the same the podcast is hosted by jack nelligan